Folks, what does everyone do when shopping online? Well, you jump to the reviews and you see what customers actually think. Well, Bull and Branch did the hard work for you. In a recent customer survey, 96% said Bull and Branch sheets get softer with every single wash. Bull and Branch sheets are made from the finest 100% organic cotton threads on planet Earth. Buttery to the touch, super breathable. Bull and Branch sheets are perfect for both cooler and warmer months. Their luxurious signature hem sheets were made without pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. They really do get softer with every single wash. Best of all, Bull and Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping. Returns on all orders. You're not going to want to return them. We love our Bull & Branch product. In fact, when I'm on the road, I actually travel with their cable knit throw blanket. It is that good. Their product is just awesome. After a long day, nothing feels better than a restful night's sleep in the softest, most luxurious sheets. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull & Branch. Get 15% off your very first order when you use code BEN at bullandbranch.com. That's Bull & Branch, spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code BEN. Exclusions apply. See site for details, bullandbranch.com. The Ben Shapiro Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Privacy is a right, not a privilege. Defend your rights at expressvpn.com slash Ben. For all of you loyal Ben Shapiro Show listeners and viewers, no, I did not get new intro music. That is the new music from the soundtrack of the number one movie in America, Lady Ballers. That's our movie. Listen to all that music now on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, or wherever you enjoy your music. And of course, watch Lady Ballers exclusively on Daily Wire+. Plus. On Thursday night, news broke that Joe Biden's 53-year-old son, a son the media routinely referred to as a child simply in need of love and protection from his daddy. Hunter was indicted on nine tax charges in California, including three felonies. According to the Associated Press, the charges are, quote, censored on at least $1.4 million in taxes Hunter Biden owed between 2016 and 2019, a period where he has acknowledged struggling with addiction. Again, that's the Associated Press noting that Hunter should basically be let off the hook for not paying millions in dollars of taxes you know, because he liked the drugs. But as the indictment points out, Hunter's tax failures post-date his addiction issues, as though anyone else could claim that their addiction was responsible for their failure to pay their taxes. Prosecutors know, quote, notably in 2020, well after Hunter had regained his sobriety, and when he finally filed his outstanding 2016, 2017, and 2018 Forms 1040, the indictment says, the defendant did not direct any payments toward his tax liabilities for each of those years. Prosecutors say that Hunter subverted, quote, the payroll and tax withholding process of his own company by withdrawing millions outside of the payroll and tax withholding process. The maximum sentence for Biden's alleged crimes, 17 years in prison. Defense attorney Abby Lowell blamed special prosecutor David Weiss. He said that he was caving to Republican pressure to prosecute. Lowell said, quote, based on the facts and the law, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now California would not have been brought. Well, frankly, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, he would be a poor derelict and he would be in jail long ago. He never would have made this money. All the money is because his last name is Biden. And then his immunity is because his last name is Biden. If his name were Hunter Smith, he'd already have been in jail for drug charges, tax charges, sex trafficking charges, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. In fact, special counsel David Weiss only brought this prosecution after one of the most botched plea deals of all time in which the Department of Justice run by Hunter's daddy tried to dismiss Hunter's tax charges by attaching them quietly to his gun charge plea, a plea that left him with no jail time. The whole purpose was to stymie any investigation into Hunter's financial relationship with Joe. When the judge in that case noticed the sneaky tactic, the judge blew up the deal because when it was publicized, even the Department of Justice was forced to walk away from its own deal. None of that would have been made public except for two IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, who alleged that the DOJ had intervened to stop David Weiss from using the kind of power necessary to prosecute Hunter in the first place. In other words, the tax charges are coming now only because the Hunter-Biden cover-up imploded. 
Now, according to prosecutors, Hunter spent money on drugs, strippers, luxury hotels, exotic cars, quote, in short, everything but his taxes. Hunter apparently spent, this is what he spent, not what he earned. He spent a million dollars in 2016, $1.4 million in 2017, $1.8 million in 2018, and 600 grand in 2019. He made $7 million in gross income between 2016 and 2020. In those years, Hunter spent over $683,000 on various women, as well as $188,000 on adult entertainment. First of all, hasn't the guy ever looked up the internet where porn is free? Anyway, is this the end of the Hunter Biden story? Now that he's being prosecuted, there's every chance that the DOJ will claim that the investigation has hit its end point, despite special counsel Weiss's claims the probe remains open. After all, what better way to bury Joe's involvement in his son's corrupt schemes than to send that son to jail and claim that justice has been done? All after the Biden team tried and failed to cram through a corrupt sweetheart deal with Hunter. No matter what, though, Hunter is going to be a major headache for Joe Biden all the way through the 2024 election cycle. Joe will have to answer for first that attempted sweetheart deal that Weiss tried to cut with Hunter's defense team. Whistleblowers, as we've talked about, have already alleged that the Biden DOJ tried to hamstring Weiss's investigation. Those questions will be piled on top of questions about Joe's involvement in Hunter's business, given that we have years of evidence that Joe was involved and just as many years of Joe lying about both Hunter's innocence and his own ignorance. Joe Biden's 2020 reelect effort is in serious trouble, and it should be. We'll get to more evidence on that in just one second. First, gold is doing really well in the market right now. There's a reason for that. The reason is that everybody is very fearful about their financial future. Well, if you'd listen to me and invested in gold, you know, a few years back, you'd be doing really well right now. Diversify your savings with physical precious metals while stockpiling silver in your home safe with my friends at Birch Gold. Birch Gold Group's most popular special of the year is on. Now through December 22nd, for every five grand you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one ounce silver eagle coin for free. Text spend to 989898 and claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver and have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's precious metals specialists help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of pocket. They'll send you free silver for every five grand you purchase. Keep it for yourself or give something with real value as a stocking stuffer this year. Just text keyword Ben to 989898 to claim your eligibility. Birch Gold, they're the people I buy my gold from. They're the people you should buy your gold from too. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers. Now is the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Text Ben to 989898. Claim your eligibility for free silver on qualifying purchases before December 22nd. Text Ben to 989898 to get started right now. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, with inflation on the rise, 20 bucks barely gets you anything these days. In most restaurants, You can't get a burger and fries for under that. How about it like at the gas pump? Well, you might be able to get like a quarter of a gallon or something. I mean, like really, gas is getting very expensive. But from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk gives you the same quality of service as your current cell phone provider, but for half the cost. I want to ensure you heard that. This is top tier coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the cost of other carriers. The average family will save almost a thousand bucks a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can switch to Pure Talk with the phone and phone number you currently use, or you can take advantage of their great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Making the switch is incredibly easy. Their U.S. customer service team can help you join Pure Talk in as little as 10 minutes. Choose to spend your hard-earned money with a wireless company that shares your values, supports our military and veterans, a company that creates American jobs and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Don't spend another day spending ridiculous amounts of money on your phone plan. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro. Right now, my listeners can get an additional 50% off their very first month of coverage. That's puretalk.com slash Shapiro. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, 
We all know the first thing we do when we get home from work is change out of those work clothes and get into the comfortable loungewear. Well, luckily for me, I have Tommy John because as I slip into something more comfortable, my Tommy John loungewear set, I'm immediately enveloped in a cocoon of supreme softness and unparalleled comfort. Not only is their loungewear cozy enough to use as sleepwear, it's stylish enough to wear for a quick stroll to the park with my kids. And you won't look like you just rolled out of bed, even if you may have done just that. Tommy John uses luxuriously soft tri-blend fabrics with flexible four-way stretch. Plus, their fabric is non-pilling, meaning it doesn't leave behind lint balls or fuzz. And guys, you might be wondering how they can get any better. Good news. Their underwear, amazing. I mean, I've been using them for years, literally throughout all my other pairs of underwear. Incredibly durable. Their fabric moves with you. It's just great stuff. Plus, Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee protects your most valuable asset. So shop at Tommy John. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Ben. Save 20% for a limited time at TommyJohn.com slash Ben. That's TommyJohn.com slash Ben. See site for details. Hey, speaking of Joe Biden's corruption, long article in the Wall Street Journal by the editorial board talking about how Joe Biden has assisted Hunter's business. Quote, House investigators keep digging into the Biden family business. This week comes new evidence of the ways that Joe Biden helped his son using alias email accounts. IRS agents Shapley and Ziegler, who we talked about, provided to the House Ways and Means Committee more information from their multi-year investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes and businesses. The documents include an 11-page log showing a list of 327 emails Joe sent or received from 2010 to 2019 under pseudonyms, including Robin Ware 456 and Robert L. Peters. Mr. Biden was a big user of those shadow accounts. Apparently, the National Archives and Records Administration says that it has up to 82,000 pages of emails and documents sent or received under those aliases while Joe was vice president. The 327 emails listed in the log are exchanges between Joe and Hunter or Eric Schwerin, a former Hunter business partner who handled the Biden family finances. The committee says 54 of those exchanges are between Joe Biden and Eric Schwerin. Five emails were exchanged within five days of Biden's 2014 trip to Ukraine. Another 27 were exchanged prior to his return trip to Ukraine in November 2014. Those trips coincided with Hunter's lucrative board position at Ukrainian energy firm Burisma. The trips preceded Joe Biden's 2015 role in forcing the ouster of the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma and its CEO, Nikolai Slavchevsky, for corruption. Another 38 emails originated from within the White House and were sent to Joe Biden aliases with Hunter Biden copied. The committee doesn't know the contents of those emails. But further evidence provided to Congress raises serious questions about Hunter's role at Burisma and the political access that he was peddling. And again, all of Hunter's former business partners say that was exactly why Hunter was involved in these businesses in the first place. Hunter's former business partner, Devin Archer, previously told Congress that, quote, Burisma would have gone out of business if it didn't have the Biden brand attached to it. Also, Ways and Means has new emails from Ziegler that are revealing about what Burisma wanted from Hunter. One is from Vadim Pozharsky, an advisor to Burisma, to Hunter in April 2015. Again, Joe was VP at this time. The Ukrainian thanked Hunter for, quote, the opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. In October 2016 email between a Blue Star employee, Blue Star is one of the companies that was run with Hunter Biden. In one of those emails, October 2016, between a Blue Star employee and Eric Schwerin includes the news the Ukrainian government had ended its probe into Zlovchevsky. Schwerin congratulates the team on its awesome work. The Blue Star employee writes, thanks. You brought us in, so take a victory lap. All of which suggests that Joe knew full well that Hunter was selling the family brand. Again, all of this stuff is going to be swirling around Joe. And it's not that Donald Trump is going to be able to confront Joe Biden on stage about this. There will be no debates. I'm just telling you right now, Joe Biden is not getting on stage with Donald Trump. One of the reasons he's not getting on stage with Donald Trump, obviously, is his health, his senility, all the rest of it. The other is that Donald Trump actually would pummel him on the Hunter stuff. And this time it would have some teeth. 
Last time, Joe just lied about it. Last time, Joe said my son never did anything wrong. He, he never had a relationship with China. He never earned a dollar from China. It was Trump who earned dollars from China. All of that has been blown up. Trump would hit him with the kitchen sink if Trump is indeed the nominee, as expected. So they're not going to be on a stage together. But that doesn't mean these stories are going to go away surrounding Joe. And the chaos surrounding Joe is the biggest threat to his potential 2024 run. His entire case right now is that the chaos surrounding Trump is so bad that you're better off with the chaos you know rather than the other chaos. So it's a battle of chaoses. And so all of the chaos surrounding Trump, again, is his best case. That is why all of these trials are going to be damaging to Trump, thinks Joe Biden. And the Democrats think that. Now, the problem for them is that, again, we've been doing this for a while now. If they're really going to hit Trump with all these trials, they should have announced all these trials, you know, next year. They hit it a little bit early. And that means that even while the trials are going on, most Americans are going to be like, "Eh, we've seen this before. Now, Trump, for his part, he has filed notice on Thursday saying he's going to appeal a D.C. judge's ruling that he's not immune from being charged with federal crimes for his efforts to undo the outcome of the 2020 election. The notice is a minor procedural step, according to the Washington Post, but it sets in motion one of the most potentially consequential parts of Trump's legal saga as the first former president to be charged with crimes. Because, again, this has more to do with the timeline than the actual outcome of the case. If the case is delayed beyond 2024, and if Trump becomes president, the case goes away. Because Trump presumably would just pardon himself, or the DOJ is now run by Trump, and you would expect that the case basically gets dumped at the altar. With that said, if the case goes forward, Trump is going to spend an awful lot of time in court. And as Trump has pointed out, these cases are a stretch. The only one of these cases filed against Donald Trump that has any legal merit at all is the classified documents case in Florida. And again, he's made the political case that that is, in fact, a political prosecution, given the fact that apparently everybody who's involved in the federal government has ended up with classified material in their basement. Now, the counter argument to that from the prosecutor is going to be, well, yeah, and then they all turned it in when we found out about it, as opposed to you, you were shifting boxes around all the But in the world of politics, it all just looks like one wall of sound, one wall of sound directed against Trump. So if the idea from the Biden administration is that Trump is a threat because he's chaotic and also he's a fascist, well, then what you would need to do, presumably, is not look like a chaotic chaotic fascist. But that's exactly what the Biden administration seems to be doing on the regular. And that's a problem. And in fact, the prosecution of Trump is helping Trump make that case about Joe Biden. So here is Trump yesterday talking about how, once again, this is a witch hunt up in Washington, D.C. and in New York and all the rest. But uh, this is a case that should have never been brought. This is a witch hunt. This is election interference at a level that has never seen before. It comes out of the DOJ and the White House in order to hurt a political opponent. And actually, it's driving up my pulse because the people of our country get it. Poll numbers are the highest I've ever had. And the people of our country get it. It's a disgrace to America. Thank you very much. Again, that case that he's making right there, it had a lot less tail to it, had a lot less feel to it when it didn't feel as though Joe Biden was actively attempting to stop Donald Trump from attaining the presidency, the more cases get piled on top of cases, the more it feels exactly like that. So on the one hand, you have the entire Democratic Party swiveling toward the Trump is a fascist message while the DOJ is going after Donald Trump. And after the DOJ tried to cut a sweetheart deal with Hunter Biden, and then that imploded. That's on the one hand. On the other hand, you have the Joe Biden team trying to say that Trump is a chaos agent. But the problem is, The Democratic Party is a party of chaos right now. Nobody feels secure. Joe Biden is the president. If you are feeling chaotic right now, it's not because of Donald Trump. If you are feeling a sense of chaos about the international scene, that is not because of Donald Trump. If you are feeling chaotic on the domestic scene, Democrats run the Senate and Democrats run the White House. 
So very difficult to blame Donald Trump and the Republicans for that, even if they are, in fact, a chaotic mess of a party, which they are. I mean, the Republican Party is a chaotic mess of a party. No doubt about it. The problem is for the Democrats, so are they. And they're the ones in charge right now. And typically when people do a bad job, they get kicked out on their rears. We'll get to that in just one second. First, this season, why not give the gift of comfort to everybody on your list, including yourself with new Tommy John underwear, loungewear and PJs. Make giving Tommy John a holiday tradition for all the men and women in your family. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. One Tommy John fanatic raves, quote, fantastic Christmas gift that went so right she loves the PJs. By the way, I got rid of all of my underwear and just have Tommy John. My wife loves Tommy John product as well, so they are big in the Shapiro household. Tommy John loungewear is cozy enough to use as sleepwear and stylish enough to wear for a quick stroll to the coffee shop. You won't look like you just rolled out of bed, even if you did. Again, Tommy John stuff, super comfortable. It looks great as well if you're wearing it outside. Tommy John loungewear is guaranteed to fit perfectly. Comfy, non-pilling, micromodal fabric, meaning no lint balls, no fuzz. Luxuriously soft, tri-blend fabrics with flexible four-way stretch. Shop tommyjohn.com slash Ben right now for the holidays. Get 25% off site-wide. That's 25% off everything for a limited time at tommyjohn.com slash Ben. Again, that's tommyjohn.com slash Ben. Visit tommyjohn.com for details. Go check them out right now. Okay, so... Again, if case against Trump, number one, that Biden's trying to make is that he's a fascist, then Biden's use of the DOJ to go after Trump looks pretty bad for Biden. If case number two is that Trump is a chaos agent, and we certainly cannot have a chaos agent as the president, well, then you got to look a little bit less chaotic. And right now, it looks like Joe Biden is ready to either fall down or set something on fire or both every moment of the damn today. And so is his party. So the the Democrats in Congress who keep pointing at the Republicans and saying they're a bleep show, which, again, is true. I mean, they're just as much of a bleep show and they're the ones who are in charge. The, the, The radical wing of the Democratic Party has yet to be disowned by the Democratic Party. I've said for a long time, whichever party runs to sanity first wins. And it looks like neither party is interested in running towards sanity at any rate of speed. So yesterday was a banner day for the squad in Congress. Between defending Jamal Bowman and defending anti-Semitism, they really did themselves proud. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, a complete idiot. She uh, she spent yesterday defending Jamal Bowman for pulling a fire alarm. She, I got to say, I will never cease to be amazed at the fact that some people consider this human being to be intelligent. That is an amazing, amazing thought. Uh, America's a wonderful country. Literally anyone can succeed. Literally anyone. In any case, here is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez defending a fellow member of Congress for pulling a fire alarm to delay a vote. Jamal Bowman has more courage in his pinky finger than the entire Republican Party put together, more integrity than the entire Republican Party put together. And that's exactly why they're moving moving to censure him today. New York Republicans are so unfocused and so unable to make people's lives better that they've decided to bully their colleagues. That's what today is about. They're wasting our time. They're wasting the country's time. They're, they're wasting our time. Petty, what rises to censure? I mean, truly, these arguments that are being made here, what's next? Jaywalking? Jaywalking? I mean, he pulled a fire alarm to delay a vote. He pulled a fire alarm to delay a vote. Uh, the disease of, of crazy hands, by the way, is getting worse. And I think it's true for pretty much all of our politicians. I will, in fact, blame Donald Trump for this. So Donald Trump, he has the specific hand motions You're in the little box, mostly a little bit out here, a little bit mostly in the box, a little right in here in the little box. And then Kamala Harris is like all over the place. Mm. Uh. And then you've got AOC who's moving and grooving. 
Like the, the hands are getting crazier. They're getting crazier. I mean, I just, side note here, in this clip of Kamala Harris with the hands, I'm just going to note that um, I'm not sure who's doing more hands. Kamala Harris or the, or the translator for the deaf, the, the, who, who's actually doing, you know, sign language. Here we go. Just the, the disease of hands is too much, guys. It's getting to be too much. I got to say, here's Kamala Harris. What the young leaders were saying is exactly what these global leaders are talking about. She's moving about. the box over here. Which is in the face the of this crisis. We must got another all box, clear. but it's down here. We cannot continue to allow large corporations and short-sighted leaders to deny climate science, to delay climate justice, and hands. to greenwash climate inaction. She's in the box, guys. She's in the box. Everybody stop with the hands. It's too much. Okay, but again, back to the democratic chaos. So the squad, which has yet to be disowned by the mainstream Democratic Party because they're the future. The future is morons with double-digit IQs who are extremely radical in their socialism. That's who the Democratic Party cannot disown. Ayanna Presley spent yesterday when AOC wasn't stumping for Jabal Bobin, a fellow idiot. Ayanna Presley, the adjunct member of the squad, she's the Ringo star of the squad. She's the one everybody forgets about. Um, but uh, Ayanna Presley, she suggested yesterday that it's important to expand access to the ballot box to 16-year-olds. As a Boston City Councilor prior to my time here in Congress, I was proud to advocate for expanded access to the ballot box, requiring ballots be made available in multiple languages, expanding early voting in local elections. And in Congress, I led efforts, I led efforts and legislation to lower the federal voting age to 16 and urge the DOJ to aggressively protect voting rights and to fight against voter suppression. She wants 16-year-olds to vote. 16-year-olds are some of the dumbest people on planet Earth. Just gonna, I mean, other than members of the squad. But 16? 16-year-olds. How about we raise the voting age to people who are non-dependent on their parents? How about that? How do you have to have, like, independent income to vote? How about if you're dependent on somebody else, then your vote ought not count? That seems like a better rule. If we're going to, like, change the voting rules, how about that? How about if all of your income is earned from somebody else, you don't get a say? That makes a hell of a lot more sense than making 16, 16-year-olds? They're still on allowance from their parents. It's ridiculous. The, the, these are the, the Democratic Party. Again, you're going to make the argument that these folks ought to be the, the non cat this is, this is the sober party. This is the sober party. By the way, this party is so sober, it won't even denounce its own anti-Semites. And I mean like it's full scale. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar anti-Semites. Yesterday, Rashida Tlaib was out there suggesting that anti-Semitism was being weaponized to silence her because she actually is not an anti-Semite despite the fact that she's a radical anti-Semite. I mean, she hates the Uden. Here, here is Rashida Tlaib, terror supporter. All those that, uh, you know, from college students to those in the workplace, I'm getting the calls of people being uh, pushed to silence, being bullied. Uh, some people weaponizing uh, anti-Semitism in a way to silence voices. All of that needs to stop. You know, Americans have a right to speak up. Americans have a right to, to the institutions they work at or the people that represent them to say, look, this is my opinion. I believe you should support X, Y, and Z. Uh, and again, we have to be able to make sure that as we look at all these forms of hate, that it is not being weaponized in a way to silence voices like myself and our, you know, many of the voices that are here. She's a victim and the Democratic Party still refuses to say this. Meanwhile, Cori Bush, another adjunct member of the squad, but just as terrible. She is the BLM member of the Hamas squad. Uh, she says this is this is hysterical. Honestly, this is really, really funny. When you have Democrats who are now claiming that words can't hurt anybody, the entire party is predicated on the notion 
that words hurt people. That's literally what, that's like their whole shtick. Donald Trump is a fascist because he says mean words to them. And now they're like, mean words don't hurt anybody, especially when we're calling for the death of all Jews. That's like, you know, that's just mean words. Here is Cori Bush doing this routine yesterday. But you still face a lot of criticism at home for being perceived as anti-Semitic. What's your response to those, uh, that criticism? So first of all, let me just say, I have condemned anti-Semitism 800 times over and over. And not just since October the 7th. But this is the thing. Um, as much as it is unacceptable and it is uh, intolerable, we also can't conflate the criticism of Israel, the Israeli government, with anti-Semitism. And we also have to stop with the Side words. With Hamas. Is that anti-Semitism? It's this word. You said that word. You said this word. It, it hurt me. Well, how She's a free much speech advocate now. Wow. Do people feel when what the a switch in time. hit them? Like, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. This word hurt oh me. God. You used this word. Well, I, well, a word was used, but you are safe. A word was used and you stand here in this country and you have, you're able to walk in and out of your home. You're able to walk to the grocery store. You're able to the same exact people, the same exact people who say that if you don't post a little black square for Black Lives Matter, you're a bigot. Oh my God. Oh my God. So in any case, short form version, Democrats keep claiming that if Trump is elected, chaos will break out. They are the chaos agents. They are the chaos agents. And not just that, because of their intersectional ideology, they cannot dissociate from the chaos agents in their own midst. We'll get to that in just one second. First, do you wish that you learned more in school about how to manage your finances? A lot of people get into college without even knowing how credit can affect their financial wealth. Even now, traditional banking can make the most basic transactions complex. This is where Current comes in. Current has now created a product that is built for everyone. It's a banking system that's more affordable, accessible, and innovative. Current helps you spend, save, and manage your money. It's a secured credit card that lets you use your own money to build credit. You can even boost your savings with a rate of up to 4%. The best part, is there are no credit checks or history required. So no matter what your credit history, Current's Build Card is for you. Plus, there are no annual or subscription fees. If you set up direct deposit, you can get paid up to two days faster. You can qualify for a fee-free overdraft of up to 200 bucks. The world is changing. It's time that banking did too. Sign up in less than two minutes and get started today. Use code Shapiro to get 50 bucks when you set up a qualifying $200 direct deposit at sign up. Go to current.com slash Shapiro. Use code Shapiro or download that app. That's C-U-R-R-E-N-T. Dot com slash Shapiro promo code Shapiro terms and conditions do apply. Current is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by Choice Financial Group member FDIC and Cross River Bank member FDIC. For full terms and conditions, visit current.com or call 888-851-1172 for more information. Okay, so speaking of a Democratic Party totally unable to dissociate from its radicals, yesterday, tape broke of a person named Nihad Awad. He is executive director of the Council on American Islamic Relations. And he was openly celebrating the October 7th Hamas terror attacks on Israelis, the worst terror attack in the West since 9-11. Here was CARE's executive director. The people of Gaza only decided to break the siege, the walls of the concentration camp on October 7th. And yes, I was happy to see people breaking the siege and throwing down the shackles of their own land and walk free into their lands that they were not allowed to walk in. And yes, the people of Gaza have the right to self-defense, have the right to defend themselves. And yes, 
Israel as an occupying power does not have that right to self-defense. Awad's words were perfectly in line with the Council on American-Islamic Relations generalized anti-Semitism and radicalism. On October 7th, the date of the Hamas massacre, CARE, which is the name of the group, CARE National tweeted, quote, we join the American Muslim community in reaffirming our support for the Palestinian people's right to freedom and calling for an end to the Israeli occupation, which sparks the deadly violence we see again and again, including today. On October 7th, before any Israeli response, CARE also called for an end to American aid to Israel, as well as an end to the Abraham Accords. The group has not offered a single word condemning Hamas. But here's the thing. CARE remains a go-to organization for both the left-wing media and Democrats in politics. In May, in an attempt to counter accusations of anti-Semitism from inside the Democratic Party, the White House organized a national strategy to counter anti-Semitism. That strategy included a group dedicated to cross-community solidarity. And that group, this anti-anti-Semitism group to fight anti-Semitism included CARE, which the White House said would, quote, launch a tour to educate religious communities about steps they can take to protect their houses of worship from hate incidents, such as instituting appropriate security measures, developing strong relationships with other faith communities, and maintaining open lines of communication with local law enforcement. So why was CARE included in this enterprise? Well, in order to support that intersectional coalition the Biden administration is attempting to build. Now, the Jews don't really fit in that intersectional coalition. Of course, they don't fit comfortably in the oppressor-oppressed matrix that underscores left-wing ideology because Jews are both highly targeted for hate and also highly successful. But the left likes the pretense that Jews belong in the coalition. Care is the price of Jewish belonging. Since there's no substitute for care in the organizational coalition to represent Muslims, Jewish groups are expected to swallow hard and pretend that care is legitimate. As tablet magazine's Armin Rosen says, quote, the ADL and CARE might not get along, but they are protected by the same dynamic. They both provide a nearly identical service to the same larger coalition, which returns the favor by keeping both groups at a level of prominence that crowds out any potential rivals. That's the Biden administration's program. Activate that intersectional coalition of the oppressed at all costs. And that means covering up radical Muslim hatred for Jews. And that means including radical Muslims even in the program to fight anti-Semitism. That was the plan, at least. Biden's special envoy for monitoring and combating anti-Semitism, Deborah Lipstadt, admitted that CARE was problematic in her words, but said they could be included in the White House Working Group on Anti-Semitism because, quote, if they're really willing to change, if they're really willing to say, hey, we now see this as a serious problem, then they are welcome. But, of course, CARE was not willing to change. That was obvious from the word go. To actively oppose Hamas would violate CARE's entire reason for being. The roots of the Council on American-Islamic Relations are fascinating and frightening. As prosecutor Andy McCarthy writes in his book, The Grand Jihad, Hamas supporters gathered at a Marriott hotel in Philadelphia on October 27th, 1993, with the intent of creating a new public relations organization in the United States. Those Hamas supporters included one Omar Ahmad, president of the Islamic Association for Palestine. Concerned about being recorded, Ahmad referred to himself as Omar Yahya and referred to Sama instead of Hamas. Sama is Hamas backwards, of course. Ahmad at the meeting said that it would be worthwhile to lie about the agenda, that the new organization could not admit, quote, we represent Sama, Hamas, or that Ahmad Yassin, the head of Hamas, represents me. Instead, they would claim that it was all about pushing Israel back to the 48 borders. Awad, who was at the time the PR director for the IAP, was also at that conference. Awad, of course, is now the executive director of CARE. There, according to McCarthy, Awad was an active participant in the meetings where he agreed with Ahmad about adopting lying to Americans. Quote, when I speak with the American, I speak with someone who doesn't know anything. As for the Palestinian who has a martyr brother or something, I know how to address him, you see. Less than one year later, after that meeting, Kara was born. 
Kara's links with the Holy Land Foundation and the Muslim Brotherhood from its foundations. As Daniel Pipes explains, quote, Hamas designated a terrorist organization by the U.S. and many other governments indirectly created CARE and two groups remain tight. Examples, in 1994, CARE head Nihad Awad publicly declared his support for Hamas. The Holy Land Foundation, a Hamas front group, contributed five grand to CARE. In turn, CARE exploited the 9-11 attacks to help raise money for the Holy Land Foundation. Multiple board members and staff at CARE have been arrested or denied entry to the United States or were indicted on and pled guilty to terrorism charges. Care defended the 1993 World Trade Center bombers, calling their convictions a, quote, travesty of justice. They didn't condemn Osama bin Laden for 9-11 until bin Laden himself claimed the crime. They opposed the deportation of terrorist Razmia Oda. They steadfastly tied virtually all anti-terror efforts to phantom Islamophobia. In 2008, the FBI cut off relations with CARE. But under Democrats, the American government has never been willing to let go of the illusion that the Council on American-Islamic Relations represents a crucial part of the intersectional coalition. In 2011, the Obama Justice Department declined to prosecute CARE co-founder Omar Ahmad. Ahmad, as we have said, worked closely with the Holy Land Foundation and with the Islamic Association of Palestine. That declination to prosecute came despite the fact that both Attorney General Eric Holder and then FBI Director Robert Mueller had serious reservations about CARE, according to reporter Patrick Poole, quote, Indictments were scuttled last year at the direction of top-level political appointees within the Obama Justice Department and possibly even the White House. The Trump administration, when it came in, cut off relations with CARE. But under the Biden administration, CARE was back. Nihad Awad has spent years being feted by the media because the left-wing media require a Muslim organization within the intersectional coalition, no matter how extreme. Thus, Awad is welcome to national TV to pretend at moderation even while he spouts Hamas talking points. Here he was on MSNBC just last month. I mean, he's speaking the truth. Uh, we have been told lies for, for ages, even young Jewish Americans are telling, many of them are telling their, their leaders, you lie to us. You lie to us about what Israel is and what Israel is doing. So the growing number of Jewish Americans identify that the, the, the state of Israel is an apartheid system and they will not support it. None, none of us speak for, 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 for Gaza and, and those who are fighting uh, on behalf of the Palestinians. But let me say this, Israel holds 8,000 hostages. They have taken 1,000 hostage in, in the past weeks from Gaza and from the West Bank. There is no Hamas in Gaza, uh, uh, Reverend. And Israel has been killing Palestinians left and right. Israel has, has unleashed armed settlers to confiscate Palestinian homes and kick them from, from their homes because they're not Jewish. It's an amazing statement that you're hearing. Again, this was on TV like one month ago. He was claiming there was no Hamas in Gaza directly from his mouth. He claimed that those were people who were fighting on behalf of the people of Gaza, meaning Hamas. Now, of course, he said the quiet part out loud that he likes Hamas, that he likes October 7th and all of the rest. The question is whether the left will be willing this time to admit what is plain, that CARE is a radical Islamist organization. Now, the White House has put out a statement condemning Awad's statements, quote, in the strongest terms. But will they dump CARE at long last? No, don't hold your breath. Right, in just one second, we'll get to the latest from the Gaza Strip first. The holidays are here. The last thing you need during this busy time of year is to miss out on a great night's sleep. That is why my team uses Beam's Dream Powder. Beam's Dream Powder contains a powerful all-natural blend of ingredients, including magnesium L-theanine. It's not just a run-of-the-mill sleep aid. It's a concoction carefully crafted to help you slip into the sweet embrace of rest without the grogginess that often accompanies other sleep remedies. Sleep is the foundation of mental and physical health. You have to have a consistent nighttime routine to function at your best. Today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. It's their best-selling hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. 
It's now available in delicious flavors like cinnamon cocoa, chocolate peanut butter, and mint chip. Better sleep has never tasted better. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir or froth, and enjoy before bedtime. If you find yourself battling those bedtime blues, give it a shot. Your weary self will thank you. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off for a limited time. When you go to shopbeam.com slash Ben, discount auto-apply to checkout, no code necessary. That's shopbeam.com slash Ben for up to 50% off. Also, Lady Ballers is the number one streaming movie in America. It's only at Daily Wire Plus. Well, you don't have a Daily Wire Plus membership? Well, let's take care of that right now. Get 30% off new Daily Wire Plus annual memberships this weekend only. If you already have a Daily Wire Plus annual membership, fantastic. You can give a 30% off Daily Wire Plus annual membership to friends, family members, coworkers, even complete strangers. Give the gift of the top movie in America and unlimited access to all the incredible content the Daily Wire offers. Take a look at the Daily Wire's Lady Ballers. The people have spoken. Lady Ballers is the number one streaming movie in America. We're heroes. It's a drain festival. Bring the kids. We could dominate every woman's sport. My pronouns are I'm strong. Watch the most triggering comedy of the decade. I was just invited to the White House to give a talk on women's rights. You earn that. You own it. Lady Ballers, exclusively on Daily Wire Plus. It's hilarious. It has a 92% audience rating with thousands of reviews. It's time to spread the word. Watch the biggest movie in the country, Lady Ballers, streaming exclusively at Daily Wire Plus. And just a reminder, you get 30% off Daily Wire Plus annual memberships this weekend only. It's the perfect gift for yourself or anyone on your Christmas list. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe and get your 30% off Daily Wire Plus membership today. And meanwhile, speaking of the left unable to dissociate from the most radical members of its own base, the university system continues to struggle with the fact that they are funded in large measure, not only by radical leftists who actually like Hamas, for example, but actually by governments like the government of Qatar. So Qatar has spent literally hundreds of millions of dollars at American universities. I mean, like hundreds of millions. And this has been attempted to be obscured by various college presidents. But the reality is that, again, Qatar, which is very, very friendly with Iran, has gained has gained power at a lot of these universities. The reason that they they give money to American universities is not because they love American higher education. It's because they wish to dedicate, for example, Middle Eastern studies programs that are stacked with professors who promote the pro-Iran, anti-Israel, pro-radical Islam point of view. Colombia's Middle Eastern studies program is just the best example of this. But governments like Qatar, they give tons of money to these universities. They were asked about, by the way, the university presidents were asked about this at that hearing a couple of days ago, and they pretended they had no clue how much money was actually flowing in. But the answer is, like, not just hundreds of millions of dollars. Over the course of years, billions of dollars have been flowing into American universities in order to, again, buy access or to prop up people who they think agree with them. According to Ynet News, three weeks ago, the flow of Qatari funds to various sources didn't concern anyone. Money was delivered without interruption. But some of that money was being delivered to academia. The Qatari government sends billions of dollars to Ivy League American colleges yearly, forcing institutions to adapt and allow violent pro-Palestinian protests, for example. According to the free press, Qatar, again, has been spending tons of money in these places. So it's not a giant shock that these universities are fully in line with the needs and wants of the Qataris. According to a piece from Eli Lake over at the Free Press just last month, since 1997, Qatar has donated more than $103 million to Virginia Commonwealth University 
for a fine arts campus. Since 2001, Qatar has donated $1.8 billion to Cornell for a medical school. Since 2003, Qatar has donated nearly $700 million to Texas A&M for an engineering campus. Since 2004, Qatar has donated $740 million to Carnegie Mellon University for a computer science campus. So, um, as Eli Lake says, one might expect that scholarly institutions that have benefited from this autocracy's money would rethink their partnership after Qatar's foreign minister said that Israel alone is responsible for the pogrom perpetrated by Hamas terrorists, or after Qatar's prime minister has kept the Hamas office open in its capital. But the universities have declined to make any statement about this at all. In fact, Kelly Brown, spokeswoman for Texas A&M, said, quote, maintaining relationships with countries like Qatar serves a broader purpose, including fostering international dialogue and cooperation. Texas A&M's relationship with Qatar is focused on educational and research activities. I mean, so why exactly would they be doing all of this? Again, the reason they're doing all of this is to buy access. That is why you do it. Or to promote people who are already pushing your, your own perspective on these issues. You know, the, the, the fact that, that this was considered wildly non-controversial for 20 years is kind of an amazing, amazing thing. Until 2021, the highest profile recipient of Qatari money in Washington, D.C. was the Brookings Institution. In 2013, it received a four-year, $14.8 million grant to help fund the Brookings Doha Center. Brookings received another four-year grant in 27 from Qatar. But in 2021, the Institute ended its relationship with the Doha Center, claiming it was focusing on the future on digital and global engagement. Why exactly? Well, because the Doha Center closing overlapped with an FBI investigation into retired Marine General John Allen, who was president of Brookings between November 2017 and June 2022 because he was acting as an unregistered lobbyist for Qatar. So again, these universities, there's a lot of money tied up in their left-wing agenda. The good news is that people are starting to see this and pull their cash. According to Axios, a University of Pennsylvania donor is withdrawing a gift worth around $100 million to protest the school's response to anti-Semitism on campus. The final straw for Ross Stevens, founder and CEO of Stone Ridge Asset Management, was Tuesday's testimony from Penn President Liz McGill. So he's pulling his $100 million. There are, there are other outlets that are now turning against the university system in excellent ways, for example. So there's a group called Palantir. Palantir is now opening up 180 hiring slots to students afraid of anti-Semitism on campus and will just hire you directly out of college. You don't even have to finish up your college degree. Now, the only thing I'd want from Palantir is expand that not only to Jews afraid of anti-Semitism, but to everyone. Everyone needs to start hiring people directly out of high school and stop worrying about where they went to college. These colleges are indoctrination mills that are designed specifically to rack up debt and also to indoctrinate your kids into left-wing worldviews. This is why people should stop complying with the nonsense that these universities are, are somehow training and honing the minds of these folks. According to Mediaite, Rabbi David Wolpe, who I know, I'm friendly with, with Rabbi Wolpe, He's a visiting scholar at Harvard Divinity School. He just resigned from the university's anti-Semitism advisory committee on Thursday, just two days after President Claudine Gay's controversial congressional testimony earlier this week. Wolpe said, as of today, I've resigned from the anti-Semitism advisory committee at Harvard without rehashing all the obvious reasons that have been endlessly adumbrated online. And with great respect for the members of the committee, the short explanation is both events on campus and the painfully inadequate testimony reinforce the idea I cannot make the sort of difference that I had hoped. That, of course, is exactly right. That is exactly right. So it's time to abandon these universities. It's very important, actually, that people abandon these universities because it's not just that they are anti-Israel and pro-radical Islam. It's that they are wildly left-wing. They've embraced an intersectional idea of life that is deeply damaging to the American body politic. I've been saying for 20 years people need to remove their money from these universities. I'm glad that some people are finally catching on. 
to all of that. Meanwhile, in Israel, Israel is gaining the upper hand in southern Gaza as well. Israel is taking over a major city in Khan, it's called Khan Yunus, which is located in southern Gaza. Meanwhile, Hamas is literally firing rockets out of civilian setup. Israel setting up civilian areas where civilians can go for safety, and Hamas is immediately embedding there and then firing rockets from those places. Shocker, because this is what they do. Meanwhile, even Palestinians are now talking openly about how humanitarian aid being sent into Gaza is being stolen by Hamas. Here's an elderly Palestinian woman saying this in Al Jazeera. Again, the shock is not that she's saying this. The shock is that Al Jazeera allowed it to be broadcast. Usually Al Jazeera, again, owned by Qatar, tries to cut this off. She says, you know that all the people here cannot find anything to eat or drink. She says, everybody is suffering. He said, the situation is difficult. All the, no aid is coming. She says, all the aid goes to the tunnels underground. It does not reach all the people. We came here from Gaza City. All the aid is meant for us. I'm not afraid of Hamas. I'm talking to them as well. All the aid reaches the Gaza Strip. A lot of aid is coming and is being distributed. This is what they say. That's the reporter. And she says, no, Hamas takes everything to their homes. They can take me, shoot me, or do whatever they want to me. Again, this is what Israel has been saying. This is what Israel has been saying, is that we're sending an aid, and then the first thing that happens is that the Hamas fighters and terrorists steal it, and then the international community blames Israel for not sending enough aid, which Hamas then steals. And meanwhile, the media are doing Hamas's work. So yesterday, Israel released photos of Israel, Israeli soldiers who had arrested and detained a bunch of Hamas terrorists who had surrendered. And photos were released of the surrender. Naturally, CNN treated this as though this was terrible and evil. Apparently, in introducing the segment, CNN's Phil Mattingly opened with new and disgusting images this morning, showing the Israeli military detaining dozens of men in Gaza seen stripped down to their underwear. Well, actually, it turns out that um, these people are all Hamas members. They were stripped to their underwear because, again, they might have bombs on them. They might have bombs on them. The, the notion that Israel is stripping randos down to their underwear for no reason and just arresting them is silly. But of course, the media are doing the work of Hamas. This is what they do all the time. The UN, by the way, also doing the work of Hamas. So the United Nations, which is the most disgusting organization on planet, are truly an awful organization. The UN Security Council is expected to meet today to discuss the war on Gaza after Secretary General Antonio Guterres, in a rare move, formally urged the 15-member council to use all of its influence to prevent a humanitarian catastrophe in the enclave. Guterres has invoked Article 99 of the UN Charter since being appointed. This is the first time he's done that. The rule allows the UN leader to bring any matter he believes threatens international peace and security to the Security Council. Woo-hoo-hoo. woo I invoke Article 276 of shut the f*** up, you moron. Again, like th- th- this, this ridiculous nonsense where, where Guterres spends his days doing the work of Hamas is, is just amazing. And the fact that anyone takes the UN seriously is ridiculous. As Eli Cohen, the foreign minister of Israel, says, Guterres' tenure is a danger to world peace. His request to activate Article 99 and the call for a ceasefire in Gaza constitutes support of Hamas and an endorsement of the murder of the elderly, the abduction of babies, and the rape of women. Anyone who supports world peace must support the liberation of Gaza from Hamas. That obviously is true. Doesn't matter whether it's true or not. The UN is a terrible, gross place, so that's no shock at all. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is starting to recognize some of its own boo-boos. So one of those boo-boos, by the way, is when the Biden administration came into power. They immediately decided that they were going to delist the Houthis, an Iranian-backed terror group in Yemen, 
as a terrorist organization. The Houthis have been firing on American ships. John Kirby was asked about that yesterday. He's like, yeah, maybe that was a bad idea. Does the president have any regret for over delisting uh, the Houthis as a terror organization? Is he reconsidering that at all? I've already said that we are going to review that decision. When? No, we are. I've said it. I said it a couple of weeks ago that we we're going to take a look at that decision, and, and we still are. On the results? I, I don't have a date certain for you or any outcome to brief Jackie, but we said we we're already going to take a look and, and, and review that decision. Well, I mean, maybe you should have thought about that before. I'm glad to see you're doing it now. In just one second, we'll get to the crisis on the border. It is ongoing. And meanwhile, the Biden administration keeps claiming that if you try to stop it, that means that you like Vladimir Putin or something. First, if you're a business owner and you need to grow your team, your perfect gift is simple. You want a smart hiring solution. Look no further than ZipRecruiter. Right now, ZipRecruiter is giving it to you for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. Now, you might be asking how ZipRecruiter is a gift to those who are hiring. Well, ZipRecruiter uses smart matching technology to identify the most qualified people for a wide variety of roles. ZipRecruiter lets top candidates know when they're a great match for your job to encourage them to apply. The bow on top? If you see a candidate who's a great match for your job, ZipRecruiter makes it easy to send them a personal invite so they are more likely to apply. Get your hiring wrapped up quickly with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter will get a quality candidate within day one. Just go to this exclusive web address right now. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. Again, at ZipRecruiter.com slash D-A-I-L-Y-W-I-R-E. We are constantly upgrading the quality of people we have here at Daily Wire. A huge number of our employees have come via ZipRecruiter. You can do the same. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire and try it out for free. ZipRecruiter is indeed the smartest way to hire. Once again, go to our special web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire to get started. Well, meanwhile, the Joe Biden border surge continues. According to Breitbart.com, Breitbart, Texas, has observed a constant stream of fully loaded buses carrying migrants from a Border Patrol processing facility to the Casa Alitas Migrant Welcome Center in Tucson. As each bus carrying migrants released by the Border Patrol arrived at the center on Wednesday, a simultaneous flow of buses, taxis, and travel vans shuttled newly released migrants to other destinations further inland. Some destined for the Tucson International Airport to begin their journey to cities across the nation. According to a source, within CBP, not authorized to speak to the media, the latest border surge places the Tucson Southern Border Patrol sector atop a list of those alongside the southwest border for migrant apprehensions. On Tuesday, 10,400 migrants were arrested by Border Patrol. On Wednesday, the total number arrested dropped slightly to more than 8,000, bringing the two-day total of migrant arrests to 19,000. That's in two days. The flood of illegal immigrants continues. It is not abating in any way, shape, or form. Meanwhile, the Biden administration continues to not acquiesce to a bill that would include some border security changes to actually secure that border. Instead, they're yelling at Republicans for attaching border security measures to Ukraine-Israel-Taiwan funding bill. They're saying that's really bad, really terrible. And in fact, Corinne Jean-Pierre is, I mean, this takes true gall, blaming Republicans for the border crisis that has taken place solely and completely because of the Biden administration. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre. Republicans uh, talk about uh, immigration reform. They talk about border security. Uh, the president, you know, on day one, the president put forth an immigration policy, right? He put, put forth a comprehensive immigration legislation to start that conversation, essentially to start negotiating on day one. It's been three years and they have not been moving forward in good faith. They have not been trying to get to a solution in good faith. The system is broken. We want to find real solutions. The president said yesterday he, he's, he's willing to have a serious conversation about this. But they, they, where's the good faith? We've been very, very clear about um, 
about the supplemental and how important it is, as you've seen, the OMB director has been pretty out, pretty out there on the different networks uh, making the case. Um, and one of the things that um, she has said is that it's stunning. It's stunning that we've gotten to this point, right? It's stunning that we have gotten to this point and that Republicans in Congress uh, willing to give Putin a, a, a gift, the greatest gift that Putin could, help, could hope for. That's what we're seeing. And so they are playing chicken with our All you have security. to do is sign That's a bill. That's what we're seeing here. You're and playing chicken. History will, will remember them harshly. No, history is going to remember that you guys were so adamant about leaving the border open that you allowed Ukraine to wither. That's what history is going to remember. It's like the easiest bipartisan bill in history. Seriously, this one's super easy. Not because Republicans love aid to Ukraine, but because Republicans are willing to sign off on that for a few more border control guarantees. And you guys are like, no, not going to do it. Why is your priority leaving the border open? That's the question. Again, Republicans are willing to acquiesce to your desire for Ukraine aid. They want the Israel aid. They want the Taiwan aid. Why are you guys not willing to acquiesce on the border? It's amazing. I mean, truly, it does make you ask the question, why do they want the border so wide open? Why are they so desperate to keep the border completely out of control? Why? Why is it they only want more money so they can process people and send them to the interior of the United States where they will never be heard of again until Democrats amnesty them. Why, why, why are you so intent on doing that as opposed to strengthening our laws with regard to the southern border? But again, this is the entire Biden administration at this point. Here is the OMB director, Shalanda Young, saying that she is stunned Republicans actually want to secure the border alongside Ukraine aid. We're always willing to have a conversation. Um, but I believe Congress has been talking about this long enough, and I'm happy uh, that the question was called. Unfortunately, uh, People who know the stakes, who are supporters of Ukraine, who are supporters of Israel, uh, decided to put politics ahead of our uh, national security interests. And frankly, I'm, I, I remain stunned by that. Why are you stunned by that? Again, this is all part and part. Again, this is, a, this is an argument Biden should be making himself. Truly, he should be making the argument that in order to, say, fight terrorism, you need to close the border. This is an, like if Biden actually wanted to win the election. You know what the moderate position is on immigration? It's closer to the right-wing position. Donald Trump is winning on the immigration issue by leaps and bounds. You know what Joe Biden could do? He could, he could make this deal, and that would allow him to actually go to the moderate American and say, listen, I tried to shut the border. I'm doing my best. I even signed a bill, a bipartisan bill, with Republican support to do things on the border. And then he could go to his radical base and say, guys, I didn't want to pass the bill, but you guys wanted the Ukraine aid. I wanted the Ukraine aid. We needed the Ukraine aid. It's like a perfect win for him, and he refuses to take it. That's how in hock to his own radical base he is, to that so-called intersectional coalition. It is a wild thing. It's a wild, like, I can't imagine the political calculus going through the minds of the Biden administration. I guess not much. I guess not much. They're really bad at this. Like, truly, truly awful at this. Already coming up, we'll jump into the vaunted Ben Shapiro show mailbag because it is a Friday. But remember, you can only have your question answered if you're a Daily Wire member. So go check that out right now. Become a member. Use code Shapiro at checkout for two months free on all annual plans. Click that link in the description and join us. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, let's say you were a stormtrooper and you were enjoying a nice meal of roasted Ewok in the Death Star mess hall. Well, all of a sudden you hear the voice of Alec Guinness saying, use the force, Luke. The next thing you know, the entire place is going up in flames around you. And it's at this moment you really wished you had life insurance. Make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping right now with Policy Genius. Find the right policy and protect your family. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies and find your lowest price. Luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies and their team of licensed experts 
Well, they're on hand to help talk you through it. No added fees. Your personal information remains private. It's super satisfying to check life insurance off that to-do list. A good life insurance plan can give you peace of mind that if something happens to you, God forbid, your family will be able to cover mortgage payments, college costs, or other expenses. Life insurance through your workplace might not offer enough protection for your family's needs. It's not going to follow you if you leave your job. Head on over to policygenius.com right now. Save time and money. Give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head on over to policygenius.com slash Shapiro or click that link in the description. Get your free life insurance quotes. See how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash Shapiro.